It is time. Pour that wine so you are feeling fine. Kick up your feet and take a seat. Fancy a blather? Let's have one together. Hello and welcome to Fancy a Blather podcast. I'm your host Kirsty, or I guess for some people, welcome back. That's insane. Um, yeah, thank you so much to everyone who listened to the first two episodes. If you're new, welcome. Um, I already have two episodes up on all platforms. We are now on Apple Podcasts too, which is super exciting. Um, so the first episode is just getting to know me and the show, and the second episode is a must-listen with my friend Naomi Howell, and we talk about anti-racism and white privilege. Yeah, so check that out. Um, today you might notice the audio quality is a little bit different than the other ones. In all honesty, it's just so hot in Scotland today, and by so hot, I mean it's literally, it's just in the 20s, but for Scotland that's hot, so I had to get outside. So I am actually recording in my garden, quite a hilarious setup. Um, there's maybe a little bit of traffic around. I do live on the hospital route, so hopefully there won't be any ambulances going past, but no guarantees, so we'll just have to see what happens. But yeah, um, wow, I can't believe we're back again. It's another week. So I guess we will start off with our poem of the week. So this week I have been reading a lot of Jackie Kay, who turns actually the Scottish Poet Laureate, and I'm really, really embarrassed that I didn't know that. Um, and she has the most incredible writing. So this week I've picked a poem called Yell Sound, which is from Jackie Kay's Red Cherry Red. So I'm just going to read that now. Yell sound. I always looked out at the world and wondered if the world looked back at me, standing on the edge of something, on my face the wind from the cold sea. Across the waters were mirrors to see, faces that looked like me, people caught between two places, people crossing over the seas, and it seemed from my croft with the old stones and the sheep, and the sound of my songs in my sleep, of this songs in my sleep that the musical folk somewhere meets on the edge of the place we would be. I've lived through some hard times. My face is lined, my body so frail. I used to think I might be able. When the river ran to meet the sea, when the sun and moon shared the sky, to look out as far as the eye could see and raise a glass to the girl looking back at me. Oh, I just love that poem so much. It's, yes, I really really recommend Jackie Kay's work I can't recommend it enough definitely one of my favorite poets I've ever read um yeah so I guess we'll crack into the small wonder of the week before we go ahead with a new segment that I'm adding in before we start the main episode so my small wonder of the week this week I suppose isn't really that small actually it's quite a big wonder but anyway regardless um it's just about connections with people and um, yeah just that connection you have with other people in your life like colleagues um, as a people support assistant, the kids you work with, my friends, my family. I just think everyone's rallied together so much recently and this is my last week at work in fact this is my second last day at work which is kind of an anti-climax to normally leaving a job but I'm just so so amazed and in awe of everyone and how well we've supported each other through everything so I guess it's just about human connection 
that's really not small, but <laughs> oh well, that's fine. But I think it is underappreciated a lot of the time. So yeah, that's my small wonder of the week, I guess. Um, so now we will crack into this new segment. So last week I actually did, at the end, I did what I'm reading just now, which I might still do, but I wanted to add another segment in called what I'm engaging with. I watched this really amazing Instagram video. I can't remember who it was by, but I'll link it in the show notes where um, a woman was talking about how people who bought books need to read books and if you've bookmarked films, they need to watch films about um, educating yourself on black history and things like that. And I also think that's informative for educating yourself on other things that we don't learn in schools that we should be. So I wanted to talk about a couple of things, actually, that I've been engaging with in the last week. Um, I guess just from Netflix, really. And I'll probably still talk about a book at the end. So the thing I want, there's two I want to talk about from Netflix. So the first one is 13th. I really, really strongly recommend that you watch that film. It is by far not an easy watch in the slightest, but it is a necessary watch. Um, I think it's really incredibly eye-opening and it's so important to be educated to be able to make change. So I really recommend that. And then there's another show which I absolutely adore called Pose and you need to go watch this because I think now it's important that you also watch things that celebrate black people rather than just talk about their suffering all the time. Like It's nice to have things that celebrate their culture and celebrate that environment and this particular show celebrates ballroom and it's so so incredibly well done and um yeah hats off oh I suppose actually I have one more I want to mention that's really annoying that I've done that um yes it's actually three but I also want to talk about disclosure which is um just about being transsexual and I think is incredibly eye-opening and yeah I don't want to say too much I don't want to give the whole thing away but just kind of about the representation of trans people in the world and as I said in the episode before which is now becoming my, my saying I guess represent- representation is validation and when done right it's a celebration and it's so important that we celebrate everyone um, regardless of where they're from, who they love, what gender they are etc etc etc. So yeah I guess those are three things I really recommend that you engage with and they're not long and it's so easy to just watch a film on Netflix. So yeah, I guess we will crack on with the main episode. I'm really aware that I really didn't plan this episode, just a heads up. Um, I was considering planning it for so long and then I thought, well, I think I'm just going to sit down and chat. Let's have a good old chat. I'm also really aware that my laptop battery's on 25% so hopefully we can hold our own during this it might cut out halfway through and then we'll have to come back but that would be the perfect time for the charity spot I suppose um yeah so let's just have a chit chat so this week is kind of all about positivity so I'm getting a dead leg we can't even see me why would I say that um this week is kind of all about positivity a lot of people ask me in the Q&A um, how are you staying positive during this time? How do you stay positive in life? Yada yada. I try to keep a half a uh, glass half full ethos in my life. I'll be honest, it is work. I'm not naturally like that. Um, typical Scott. I'm quite naturally pessimistic, but 
I work very hard to try and stay positive throughout everything. Oh, there's some loud traffic going past. So yeah, I just think we're going to talk about that. So I guess people specifically wanted me to talk about how they've been staying positive throughout everything going on right now, obviously being COVID-19, but I think we can do that a little bit, but most things that I'm doing to stay positive now are just general life things that I do to stay positive. But yeah, so I guess we'll crack on with that. So the first thing I would say to anyone is you don't have to be like happy-go-lucky and fun and full of life every single second of your life. If you're naturally like that, amazing, good, like that's great be yourself but if that's not who you are don't stress about it um yeah it's so important to feel your feelings I think if you just bottle things up I've learned the hard way that then you just end up so much worse off afterwards and you can't just push things away because that's not being positive you're just kind of hiding behind a mask um yeah it's important to take the time to feel things the way you need to feel them and then move on I guess something that's been really beneficial for me my number one thing but again like it's personal sorry I said like again sorry mom um is writing I find writing so so therapeutic personally um whether it's poetry or just a diary whatever just whatever floats my boat I guess I just find it helps me really process what I'm feeling and be able to move on because I've kind of released it to the world and if that's not your thing that's fine just work out what your thing is and if you need to wallow in something for a little bit not wallow I don't like that word well let's think of a different word if you need to have a moment to to process your feelings and be sad and cry and put on a sad playlist and watch a sad film I will do that and I'm definitely someone that does that sorry and um yeah then let yourself do that let yourself feel what you need to feel we're humans we're not supposed to be happy 24 7 that's unnatural and it just makes you seem really great to be honest um yeah um but it's important to know when you're wallowing and when to be like okay let's stop wallowing so I guess on that I'd say if a couple of days later you realize I'm still really in a funk like why am I not getting out of this funk and something that can be really beneficial is to just write down things that you're grateful for I know that's probably the most cliche thing I've ever said but actually really really works or if meditation is your thing try to meditate um yeah or honestly go outside if it's nice out even if it's not nice out the outside nature makes you feel so much better about life um yeah I don't know I guess there's just it's just so subjective positivity but I'm gonna just take you through I guess throughout this a couple of things that I personally enjoy doing when I'm in a bit of a funk which you know it's not exactly a reality at the moment but yeah one of my all-time favorite things to do is to swim or just be near water I don't know what it is, just something about water that is so calming and I just, swimming for joy, I mean I do swim for triathlons and for training which we'll talk about more in another episode, but swimming just for the joy of swimming is just so nice and so good for your body and you just feel incredible afterwards. 
um, especially on a hot day like today. Just I'm so jealous of anyone that has a pool in their own house, but it's not very common here. Um, yeah, but just like jumping in the water and the sea, have it, if you're going to go for out swimming, be, be cautious, do it safely. Um, yeah, it can be so beneficial. And I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with water because I don't have a water sign actually. So like star signs wise, I'm on the cusp of Capricorn and Aquarius. So I've got two star signs. So I just pick and choose whenever I fancy. But yeah, neither of them are water and also like why isn't Aquarius water aqua water but Aquarius is air and Capricorn is earth I think so yeah really I don't know how I don't have a water sign that makes absolutely no sense to me I guess another thing relating to water is um having a bath I love a good bath more than most people I do find them sometimes I find them boring to be honest because I don't really baths are a tricky thing though because like Oh, I should like again, dang. Because I don't want to take a book in the bath because I don't want to get it wet and then ruin my ba- book. I don't really want to have technology near it in case something happens. I'm just overly paranoid. And uh, what if a song comes on that I don't like and then I can't skip it or uh, like 10 adverts come on from Spotify? Not very enjoyable. And I'm really bad. It's something I really have to work on is just like sitting still. I'm very, very bad at sitting still. I suppose right now I'm sitting still, but I'm recording a podcast, so I'm doing something. I'm just horrific at it, and I don't know what it is. I could not tell you why. But a lot of people find baths... I like a good lavender bath bomb in a bath. I only survive about 10 minutes max in them, but I still enjoy it, and I don't regret it when I come out. But if baths are, like, majorly your thing, then go off. Go off, man. Go off, sis. I don't even know where that's from. I think that's a really American phrase. I'm so sorry. I'm really bad at doing that. It's because I watch too much trash on tv like <laughs> i'm not even gonna say what i've been watching recently because it's embarrassing um yeah so that's one thing but also for me just exercising in general which is something i really need to get better at doing in lockdown but go out for a run running's not your thing go out for a walk go out for a cycle i don't know just whatever you fancy i just getting your body moving and having something else to take your mind off of it can be so beneficial and the endorphins are beyond incredible um what are some other things uh, talk to a friend so key or your parents or a family member or whoever yeah my friends are absolute stars they're always ready to answer the phone and things like that just yeah talk to someone if you need to if you need to talk to someone then do it <laughs> Christy Taylor, 2020, if you need to talk to someone, then do it. What does that even mean? Yeah, but you know what I mean. So that's something else. This is, uh, maybe I should have planned this. And I'm like, what else do I even do? Hmm. Oh, a good cup of tea. Oh my gosh. A good cup of tea can solve probably 60% of my problems no lie just sit down and mindfully drink your cup of tea and it will change the game that is actually one of my all-time favorite things to do i think also just put the problem into perspective i'm very very bad at being like a drama queen and overreacting to things um it's a flaw character flaw that i have but everyone has flaws and i think 
just think in five years, is this going to matter? And if it is, work out how can I solve it? Don't dwell on the problem, dwell on finding solutions. Um, yeah, I, I, my biggest pet hate, pet peeve even in the world is people that just bring up problems and never give solutions. I find that very irritating. I think spend time looking for a solution. If there isn't any solution, find a way to move on. Um, if you are in a place that is just you don't see any way out, we're not talking like you're not being positive. We're talking a lot that you're really struggling like mental health-wise. Please, please seek help. Um, I guess we'll, yeah. So I have generalized anxiety and depression which I take medication for and do online therapy for and honestly it might not seem like there's a way out now but I promise you there is um it does get better it will get better if you're not ready to tell the whole world just start off with one person just having one friend to be like I don't know what to do about this is can make such is the right the right direction to go in is the first step and yeah please please never give up on yourself never give up on your friends never give up on anyone actually don't give up on people that's not cool yes I think that's so important I just want to say that um please do get help um if you're struggling send me a dm send me a personal message dm me on the instagram page I am always there to listen and to help and to talk I just wanted to say that before we carry on, just because I think that's so, so important that you know that you are worth listening to, you are worth existing. Yeah, you're worth it. Okay, right. Anyway, serious note over. Um, what else do I do? I guess when it's nice out, I lie out in the sun, which is, puts me in a good mood. But also I really love the rain, so I probably... That's kind of going for that's kind of doing exercise though, isn't it? Oh, here's another thing. Put on your dressing gown. Dressing gown solves probably about the same percentage of my problems as tea does. A dressing gown and a cup of tea. Dreamy. Maybe not like in 22 degrees heat, but yeah, dressing gowns are great for all weather. If you're um not from Britain or whatever and you don't know what a dressing gown is, I don't really know how to describe it. Um, how do you describe a dressing gown? It's just like a cosy thing that you wear and it just um, makes you feel good and it's just appropriate for all all emotions. I don't really know that was probably the worst description of anything that anyone's ever given but that's how I describe a dressing gown so um, yeah what else? Cook. I've recently gotten into cooking so much. Cook or bake if you're not ready to kind of address your problem and deal with it, distract yourself for a little while. Not forever, but for a little while. Or if you've kind of solved it, but you're still anxious about it, yeah, distract yourself. Cooking and baking are great things to do where you can just, like, be in the moment of making things. Um, yeah, especially whilst we have all this time. So that's another thing I've really been enjoying, doing to stay positive. It's just so much fun. Um, what else? A good TV show. That's another one. Watching a good TV show. Um, trying to think what, what are some classics that I really like. 
I kind of like to go old school, like watch a good old film. Probably like quite problematic films, but I don't know, is High School Musical problematic? I've never really tried to work it out because I don't want to ruin all of my childhood. But yeah, I probably watch High School Musical when I'm sad. No surprises there to some of my friends listening, but um, I love a bit of high school musical when I'm sad. Or um, what else? Oh, I love reading childhood books like uh, Kitty Morag or Cat in the Hat's Good, Roald Dahl, lots of Roald Dahl. Um, what is a good one? What is it? James and the Giant Peach, that's a classic. So that's another thing. Do things you enjoy, I think, ultimately. Um, and I guess the other thing I wanted to kind of briefly talk about is like emotional eating. I am so, so horrific for emotional eating. It's something that I really like I'm working on as a person. Um, yeah, I think it is fine when you're feeling dying to have like a little ice cream or um, oh, what's that? sorry, it's like a snail. Sorry, my towel. Anyway, as I was saying. Um, I think that it's so, yeah, if you're, well, I was talking about emotional eating, right? Um, if you're emotional eating, it's fine to a certain extent. Like, don't lose control of yourself, I guess, which is harder, easier said than done. But yeah, if you um, need like a couple of scoops of ice cream when you're, um, when you're sad, then fair enough. But I think I don't really know. Don't let yourself go too deep. I think everything in balance. And sometimes you'll be surprised by how much a good smoothie helps when you're feeling sad. Um, there's nothing wrong with having treats. And I really believe that. I don't believe in diets. And I think everyone should just eat everything in balance. But yeah, it is easy when you're upset to just go down a hole. Especially on your time of the month day, girls. <laughs> I'm horrific. Um, yeah, but I guess... That's something I'd say. Just be aware of it. And if you do really struggle with it, make like a food diary kind of, but like an emotions food diary. That sounds so weird. But yeah, kind of like write down what you're eating at times when you're feeling sad and why and like how that made you feel after and if it actually helped or not, because that can encourage you not to keep doing it. But nothing wrong with a little bit of ice cream. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think you have to draw the line somewhere along the way. Um, what else? I love a good massage, but that's not going to be happening for a very long time. But I just got this amazing massager, sadly, from Amazon. But I am now boycotting Amazon. I've, like, not bought anything in a while from there now. I guess I'll try and find it somewhere else It's not Amazon. Um, and that's changed the game. It's so, so, so nice on, like, your neck and shoulder. Because when you're... Like, when you're emotional and you get really tense and then you just get, like, ugh. I, that's the only way I can describe it. Um, yeah, so I find that really helps. Or um, the other thing is stretching. It doesn't have to be, like, like yoga's cool if you're good at yoga. but um, Or if that's, like, your thing. But if that's not your thing, even just, like, a little stretch. Just so you can take your mind off of it for a while. Man, this is so hard. I look, feel like I should have written notes but I was like oh let's just chit chat and see what we come up with but what else it's like hanging out with your friends that's a good one but like that's kind of the same as calling them but yeah spending time with people 
oh my gosh, how could I forget? Pets. Well, not even your own pet. Specifically, for me, my neighbor's cat, not even my neighbor's cat, my parents' neighbor's cat. Well, to be fair, like, it's my, where I grew up, so I guess it's, they're still kind of my neighbors. That cat just makes me feel so much better whenever I'm having a crappy day. They just really make me go, you know what? I got this, Calyx. The best cat ever. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, so talk to your pet. When I was a kid, I used to talk to my goldfish. You have really good cat. I'm not like the cat, but it was all right. I made him birthday cards as well. <laughs> this... <laughs> I don't know why I'm all admitting all this to the general public, but yeah, he was someone to talk to if I didn't want to talk to my parents for my guinea pig we had for a little while. That was as far as we got in the pet sanctuary. But yeah, I think like having an, a pet can be so therapeutic. Um, they're just so loving and people who say that cats are not loving are telling lies and I don't have time for it. Be a dog person if you want, but that's fine, like, you do you, but it's just, they're just not for me, I'm scared of dogs, well, not anymore, but I was as a kid, so now I'm, like, super wary, but anyway, it's for another time, so I'm sorry, please don't stop listening, because I'm a cat person, but, um, yeah, I guess the biggest thing, though, hilariously, I saved the biggest thing for later on, the, that was so you keep listening, see, I did it on purpose, actually, see, so I backtracking on myself already, um, the biggest thing is just take life one day at a time. I am so, so bad at this. I am horrific. Not even one day at a time, one moment at a time, one second at a time, within reason. Like, I feel like you need to plan your week sometimes, but I am so horrific at that. And I, but I like being spontaneous, but I'm still really bad at like planning the future too much and being too focused and being too paranoid and blah 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 but at least I'm aware of it which is a step in the right direction they say but yeah just slow down enjoy the moment you're in stop freaking out about the future and just like deal with it when it happens um that's massive that for me is a real game changer in mindset you can only change and also you can only change what you can change which you're probably like well Kirsty. but yeah like you can only change what you're in control of so like for example at the moment yeah be frustrated be annoyed be upset etc etc like feel your emotions but at the end of the day know that there's nothing that you can do about certain things so just focus on your what you can do like, um, I guess, like, wearing a mask or following the rules in your area or anything like that or helping out neighbours with their shopping or, I don't know, working from home and just, like, whatever you can do to be a team player. And, yeah, don't get bogged down with everything else that you can't control. Honestly, take a break from the news. I was going to say the damn news, but I didn't. But now I did. Because um, it's not positive. <laughs> It's not great, um, unless you're getting your news in lighter places, but yeah, just take a break from Boris. I think we all need a break from Boris, to be honest. Yeah. Um, honestly, take a break from Nicola, too, if you need to. I don't blame you for taking a break from any politicians. Yeah, um, you'll find out things when you need to find out things without listening to the news anyway, I find. Um I just don't think, find it healthy or positive for me personally, which is kind of funny because 
growing up, this is another really weird thing about me. Um, I don't know, growing up, I like was really good friends with my neighbors across the road who were like 90 and I was seven, but obviously my parents knew them. And I used to go over to their house and watch the news with them and watch golf. And I'd do that with my granddad too. And my great aunt, we'd always sit and watch the news. And I was just like, that was like my favorite show. And I'm like, what, what, why? Like, that's so random. I guess I just want to know what's happening in the world. But now I've really come to like hate the news. Not hate it, but it's just so biased. And I'm just kind of fed up a bit. That's the other thing. Be aware of the lens of the news. Be aware of what they're saying is not always 100% accurate. You know, it sounds silly because it's the news, but it's true. Like, they don't always say the right things or do the right things. Um, yeah, I guess we're going to take a break because I'm literally on 9%. So we're going to we're gonna cue the charity spot right now because, yeah, I'm on 9%. So I'm going to have to go in and charge my laptop and then I'll come up with some more things to talk about. So yeah, um, I'll talk to you after the ad. Okay, we're back. And since the last recording, I've had a very enjoyable glass of gin. And yeah, just hung out, cooled down a little bit. I've managed to get myself a little bit burnt today. I don't think from recording, I think from this morning, I didn't realise it was going to be so sunny. And I was working outside at the school for a while. And now my shoulders or like a lobster so kids remember to wear your SPF and if you're Scottish remember factor 50 plus because yeah not not great not great luckily I always have aloe vera in the house so we're not too bad on that case um yeah so I guess we'll continue with talking about positivity there's not too many more things I want to say to be honest because I feel like it's something you can talk about all day but I don't know at some point you just have to work on it yourself because it is so subjective it's kind of hard to say do this and you'll feel better there's no one right answer for that so yeah a couple more things I wanted to touch on is another thing I really like to do is go for a drive that's really random obviously for your carbon footprint much better if you can go for a cycle if possible but going for a drive is also like can be really just like therapeutic it helps you to feel like you're in control of something again obviously don't go for a drive unless you're like mentally fit to do so um yeah but I find driving helps a lot or um blasting music in my car but also just like listening to music at home just having a dance party to myself I'm definitely not a good dancer but dancing around in your room you don't have to care that you're a good dancer and just letting your emotions out I guess um The other thing I kind of wanted to touch on is I personally think that the best way to deal with, deal with, that's maybe not the right word, the best way to encourage positivity in your own life and for yourself. Uh, Okay, there's an ant on my laptop. Please go away. (laughs) No, no, no. They were in. I'm so sorry. I hate ants so much. They were in my dishwasher yesterday. Not yesterday, last week. And it was by far the worst moment of lockdown so did not enjoy and will not be doing again okay it's gone as I was saying yeah I think one of the most beneficial things I've ever done that's increased my um love of life and positivity and like glass half full attitude I suppose is living alone that's probably really random and I know that everyone has that choice in life to live alone 
but if you ever have the opportunity to live alone I really suggest that you do it I think it's such a an amazing introspective important experience um yeah I mean during lockdown I've literally only done it for a month during this lockdown and it's not been the best of times um there's been ups and downs but I am definitely excited to live with my parents for a little while before I live alone again in Aberdeen but I think yeah that level of independence just teaches you so much about yourself and if you don't have the financial capability or whatever it is to um to live alone I think just spending time alone you really have to learn how to spend time with yourself like I'm very much like I don't know I'm kind of an an introverted extrovert sometimes but I am in general quite extroverted and I'm very social and like to have a full calendar and diary and stuff but throughout the years I'm only 23 I sound so old when I say that throughout the years of my life but yeah throughout the years I think you become more um, aware of the fact that it's important to spend time by yourself and you really have to live by the ethos of loving yourself and being able to spend time alone is so key because if you don't even want to spend time with yourself then why is anyone else going to want to spend time with you is kind of my motto and I think one of my all-time favorite quotes I want to say was by Audrey Hepburn and it's um how does it go I don't remember the exact wording but it's basically you have two hands one is to help yourself and then the other is to help others and I totally agree and I also just think that you can't help others until you can help yourself because how are you going to be of any use if you haven't I don't mean it in that way but I don't know if you know what I mean like oh done again (laughs) how can you be of any use if you aren't capable of helping yourself yeah hopefully you know what I mean I haven't worded that very well but hopefully it makes sense so I just think that's another thing that's really really important is just being there for yourself as well as for other people um oh here's another one I didn't think of before learn to say no oh my goodness I know might be one of the most important Oh, there's not I'm on my towel and then my headphones have just died. Um, I think it's one of the most important. What was I saying? Right. Learning to say no. I think no is actually a way more important word in the dictionary than we make it out to be. And I don't think no is a negative word. I think people think it's a negative word, but it's really not. Um, sometimes you need to say no and you need to do what's right for you. And also you can't do five things at once. It's much as you think you can you can't um also learn that the hard way <laughs> um so saying yes all the time is not always a positive I think you just need to be aware of what you need to do for you and I hate the term selfish because it's just so inaccurate you can't you can't nobody's fully selfless it doesn't it's not healthy it's not not ideal it doesn't make sense um everyone's a bit selfish and I don't really think that has to be a negative thing um yeah I'm trying to think oh I just hit my microphone I'm trying to think what else oh another thing is this is like a really me thing that I love to do that most people are probably like that's weird well two things I've got actually so one is I really I feel like quite a few people do this I really like going to the cinema you're probably like, yeah, so do most people, but I really like going to the cinema alone, 
and just like immersing myself in a film and in a world and I don't know just kind of taking myself out of my own life for a minute because sometimes if you do that you can come back and have a different perspective on your own life when you return particularly because I'm big on biopics and I think they always kind of put your own problems into perspective not that everyone's problems aren't valid because everyone's problems are valid to their own lives um yeah and then the last thing people are going to be like you're so weird but whatever what's new nobody's really normal who define normal okay now I'm being like a philosopher so the last thing is um people watching I, I just love people watching I don't know I think it's another way that's a good way to just take yourself out of your own head for a moment and just be a narrator I'm not saying like write it down or anything I mean if you're a writer you can definitely be inspired by other people just don't eavesdrop too much everyone eavesdrops a little bit some people talk so loud how can you not but um that's my excuse anyway but yeah I just love people watching I also love talking to just like strangers not like if you're a kid obviously don't go off and talk don't talk stranger danger but everyone's a stranger until you know them so like everyone's a stranger in your life apart from probably like your mum because you literally came out of her womb but your dad is a stranger until you know that he was your dad. Do you see what I mean? That's kind of a weird example, but like all your friends were strangers before they became your friends. Oh, there's an ambulance going past. It's just wait a minute. It's so loud. Okay, that's good. We only got one ambulance in this whole thing. That's quite impressive. I probably jinxed it now. But um, yeah, I think talking to other people can be so beneficial I think making small talk can be so beneficial to be positive so nice to just smile and wave to people on the streets or like at the bus stop like chat to someone or on the bus on the bus chat to someone like I don't think it has to be such a big deal like if you if that's not your thing then don't talk to people that's fine but I love a bit of small talk I miss small talk so much I mean still get a little bit social distancing but it's not it's not the same as it used to be and yeah I've had some really cool small talk experiences actually once I was talking to a guy at the bus stop oh there's so many ants ah they weren't here earlier um yeah sorry I was I had this really random but amazing experience at the bus stop once I was talking to this guy and somehow we got them to talking about poetry this older guy that lives on I guess he lives on the same oh sorry aunt he lives on the same street as me and yeah he just happened to have a couple haikus in his bag and he just gave me them he said these are for you and they're some of the best poetry I've ever read and that was so generous of him and that was just a really cool like random experience yeah so I think just chatting with people helps me or like people watching and just enjoying the world go by but yeah I can't really think of anything else now. I feel like I'll come up with a billion more things once this is done. Maybe I'll do an episode in the future and I'll actually plan next time. But I just kind of wanted it to be raw and real. And that's what everyone says. <laughs> oh, so many ants. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. I won't say anything else about ants. I'm just going to put this towel straight in the wash. Um, no, I'm not going to brush them off and then I'm going to put it in the wash. Anyway, we we um we divert so back to what I was saying yeah 
I think if I come up with more, then maybe I can talk about them in the, the future. But I do think positivity is really subjective. And I think if you take anything away from this, I think give yourself a break. You're probably more positive than you realise. We're all our own worst critics, so they say. And probably true. Um, yeah, so I think that's all I have to say. So now we are going to end with our... Oh, this one like literally on my screen right now. This is not nice. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, that was the last thing about ants. I really am not an ant person. I haven't killed any though, don't worry. Um, well, I killed the ones in my kitchen, but I haven't killed these ones because they're outside. Um, yeah, we're going to end with our positive news story. I guess also, actually, let's do... I'm all over the place, as you can see. Let's as you can see because you can see me on a podcast as you can hear so let's actually do what I'm reading just now so I wasn't sure if I'd leave this in but I quite like this bit because obviously I'm big into reading having an English literature degree so yeah let's talk about that quickly at the moment I'm reading (laughs) Made in Scotland by Billy Connolly and I just adore it his sense of humour is the best um yeah his book just makes me laugh so much and I don't really like autobiographies and biographies and things like that but I don't know what it is something about the way he tells um the way he tells a story the way he writes it's just different and more interesting and I think it's also because he has come from a particularly interesting background and he has lived a long life um yeah and I just really like it so far I'm really enjoying it. So that's what I'm reading just now. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. And now, yeah, now we'll crack into the positive news story. So the positive news story this week is actually from a website called Positive News, funnily enough, which I'll also link into the show notes. And it's about um, Marcus Rashford, who is a footballer, but he was... um, kind of tackling the fact that England were not going to have food vouchers for people over the summer Um, and yeah it's just a bit of a mess I don't know if that was also in Scotland and Wales but I'll have a link so you can read more about it and he was like this is outrageous all these kids and families are going to be starving throughout the summer how can you do that and there's also a lot of talk about how other money is spent in, um, in Parliament but the government have performed a U-turn in result, as a result, an incredible result, um, due to this campaign for a new £120 million COVID summer food fund for 1.3 million pupils in England. And it says Scotland and Wales will also continue with the voucher programme. So, yeah, I think Scotland and Wales are just doing what they did throughout the year and then England have put other money in. But regardless, I think that's amazing that he's pushed for this and these kids will now be able to eat during the summer and have a hot meal. And that's just something that's so easy to take for granted. So, yeah, great, great job, Marcus. I don't know why I'm talking like I know him, but yeah, super cool. Amazing stuff and very, very necessary to a lot of families. So that's just incredible. Um,
thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You can tune in every week to listen on all platforms that you can get your podcasts on, including Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And they come out every Thursday at 6pm BST time. And yeah, thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. And don't forget to fa- follow at Fancy Leather on Instagram.